everybody, and welcome to this edition of the No Mark Club Podcast. I am Mike and it is edition number 820, away from 100. And joining me as on nearly every edition, or every edition, there is a more than ever. But, many close, joining me as every edition of the No Mark Club Podcast is Evan Williamson. Evan, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good myself. So, on today's edition of the No Marks Allowed podcast, we, of course, have the random in the room where we will talk about the firing of, well, wrestlers, and more specifically, Mickey James, from the WWE, because, well, um, they fired Mickey in a very interesting way. Um, also, I just, I don't, did we do a show last week? We did. Um, I I will probably somewhat during the Mickey side of things, I will mention again how it is exactly that you fire Samoa Joe. Um, and then when we get to WWE, uh, we have some SmackDown notes on Cesaro and Big E, also Charlotte. And then Evan talks about NXT with DeWay and Adam Cole. And the Alexa Bliss thing on Raw, by the way, just keeps getting even weirder and worse by the minute. And I'm praying to God that they have hinted at Nikki Cross coming back. Mm-hmm. So in that, if that's not it, I'm going to lose my mind. So without further ado, all the pleasantries and the previews out of the way, let's get to the random and the rumor, Evan. Yeah, so there wasn't much going on this week. Um, uh, real quick, I will say before we get into the Mickey James thing, because that'll probably take up the bulk of our time on the random and the rumors, unless you have anything else. No. Um, just randomly, um, hence the segment, um, in, in uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro, uh, someone named Yuki Are um, will be making her debut soon. Um, she's... Uh, uh, a member of SKE48, which I believe is a little off, is off, it's a sister idol group to AKB48. Okay. So she's an, an idol star and is joining the ranks of the many idols that have found success in Japanese wrestling. Um, yeah, she, I believe I read that she would be like competing like, you know, once or twice a month and, and while she's continuing her her uh obligations as a as a member of SKE48 so we'll see how that goes um she did a like a public workout the other day but i, I haven't got a chance to watch it but I, they use the way that they that they run their shows they're usually like whether they're good or not they make them look like stars anyway so it's always been impressive but now to get to one thing and this will so uh, I'm gonna correct you. You said that Mickey James was fired in a weird way. This was not. This was after her firing. Just so we know. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. A bit so, strange, but you're right. Not. This is not how she was fired. Yeah. So uh, Mickey James, you know, comes home from you know whatever. And finds a nice box, you know, that says from, you know, compliments of World Wrestling Entertainment or WWE or whatever. She opens the box and what greets her 
is a black trash bag with her with a post-it note with her name Mickey on it. Of course, you know the contents weren't specified, but it's obvious that that was what was in her locker or whatever. Yeah, that's her stuff. Mm-hmm. And she ended up posting about it on the Twitter, and it on started. Twitter? Started a firestorm and rightfully so firestorm that end up having a bunch of other other wrestlers saying that that's how they got their stuff. At least the women. Uh, none of the men have said anything that I'm aware of. So she said that she, you know, thanked the WWE for the, her care package. <laughs> and then, you know, essentially, you know, all this stuff happened. And then Triple H and Stephanie responded by saying that that, per- that they apologize and that person has been fired. And we find out that that person was Mark Carano, which I believe we mentioned last week, didn't we? I believe so, yes. I don't even know how we haven't talked about this yet. I look, I feel like yeah, I don't either. Um, I don't I don't remember most shows I do. Um, look, my thing is with the whole Toronto and firing him deal. Um, I'm not so sure that this is the truly the thing that got him fired because I feel like it would take a little bit more than this to. Well, apparently, he's done it a lot. Somebody, and also with. With the corporate structure WWE, something tells me that he hasn't done that untold to do so. Like, I somehow doubt that he's sending people that, unless, like, you, well, wouldn't trust the statement, but unless there's some kind of insider knowledge that can be trusted and is in a statement from some higher official who would have a, a, a reason to cover, um, then, like, I don't know, I, I wouldn't, I don't necessarily believe that, um, that this is, like, either, like, him, like, just going rogue and doing this, you know what I mean? Like, there was, there was very recently, lest, lest we not forget, there was very recently a change towards the top of that company. With it, John Laurinaitis coming back in. Yeah, but John Laurinaitis wasn't wasn't there when it happened last year, so. Well, but what I'm saying is there is a very recent change with Laurinaitis coming back in. I'm not saying Laurinaitis is the one who ordered him to do this. I'm saying when there's changes at, at the tops in, in corporates or in companies, a lot of times some stuff changes when that change happens too. Because people like to bring in their own people. So, wonder, it makes me wonder if this was just an old WWE directive and then somebody finally spoke out about it, being Mickey. And they were like, well, you know, I, we want to bring in somebody different anyway. You know, hi, I'm, I'm John Laurinaitis and, and I want to bring in somebody different in this position. I want to bring in my guy. John Laurinaitis actually isn't the one that's putting his guys in. It's this. It's the new. What is he? President Nick Khan. Oh, I thought it was Lauren Ice that got that job. That got he the... he has that the talent relations job, but he's not filling in the positions. Oh, 
I thought it was Laurinaitis they made president of whatever. No. No, he's talent relations. Well, anyway, whoever the hell it is, um, that's bringing his guy. Well, whether it's Laurinaitis or not, the point remains the same. Whoever it is, is like, hey, you know, maybe I, maybe I want to bring in my people, and now I just got a reason to fire this guy. So, I don't know. It could. I. I just. Just. I somehow doubt that that one person is acting rogue and sending people their shit. I well, think it is so. I likely. mean, I think that was his job, pretty much. I think it is much more likely that he got told how to send people their stuff, and now it's gotten public the rotten way that they do it. And also, I have another question. Yes. It looks bad. Yeah. How are how is he supposed to ship it? I don't know. Like Maybe in a storage box. I don't know. Like what? Like let's say. I mean, she she said she said herself that I mean it wasn't like the worst thing, but she said that just the uh, the s- symbolism. Yeah. No, I totally get it. But let's say when they cleaned out her stuff, it was raining that day. Let's just say for the sake of argument. I don't know whether it was or it wasn't, but I'm just saying. It looks awful. But, let's say it was raining. How else is he supposed to ship it and keep her stuff clean? I mean, I don't, you know, I could be completely wrong, of course. But it, it looks awful. And at first I kind of thought it was bad, and then I kind of sat back after a little bit and kind of thought, you know how, you know, so if this is a problem, then there's a way to fix the problem. Well, how the heck is he supposed to ship it? And I was trying to think, and I'm not a shipper, and I'm not really a traveler. I guess the argument is that there should be um, suitcases or maybe a U-Haul or, you know, I I don't know. Um. But I just wonder how he's um, supposed to ship this item. Or maybe I, you know, maybe I'm just a prick. I don't know. Well, yeah, but that's beside the point. Um, you know what? I, I, maybe, I don't, maybe you would put it in a mini storage box. I don't know. I'd like, I would, uh, I would have been... Or maybe have some other things with it, you know, like, like, you know, like, a a letter or something, you know, appreciating. Well, yes, yes, there, yes. Because it was literally just a garbage bag in a a cardboard box. Yep. Yes, I agree with that. Around it, mm mm-hmm, I will, I'm totally down with around it should have been different. Absolutely. Um, do you... No, um, if, and I don't, I think you said they haven't. Has anybody, any of the guys come out and said, when I got, well, that have been released. When I got released, this is how they sent it to me. I don't think so. Not not about the trash part, but about how they've received their stuff. uh, Because I haven't seen that. I haven't heard it. But to be fair, uh, the girls are more likely to have stuff. Than the guys, because the girls are gonna have their own their own like little um, accessories, and 
their you know their their uh, certain like makeup and stuff. And I believe to that... be honest, and, and I'm not, and this is believe me, this is not me trying to blame Mickey. But what I'm, but I was actually kind of very surprised that they even had stuff to give back to them, because I thought wrestlers, to be honest, I thought they carried it around with them. Well, yeah, but also they've been in the same place for like a year. Yeah, that's true. So they probably. I mean, I, I've I've read recent like different things that like the women especially have like their own drawers, mm-hmm. where they can keep some of their stuff, so they don't have to travel around with it. Yeah. So the you know the company themselves would take it with them, and then like like we said the they've been in the same place for years, so they've kind of been held up. Right. Imagine getting stuck there for a year, stuck in the same building every night for a year. In front of no people. That'd be terrible. Oh, by the way, Nick Khan is the president of the WWE and the chief revenue officer. So what so what's Thorneye's talent relations then? Uh he's he's a uh, lower, he's a general manager of talent. Oh. Okay. I had that way wrong then. Sorry about that. Anyway, yeah, the the Mickey thing feels kind of bad. Um, also, I, I, dude, I swear to God, I, like I don't, I feel like I don't remember talking about this. Um, am I nuts? Yes. Okay, but we didn't talk about this particular situation. I don't think no, this situation talk had about, happened but, yet. But we, we, I know we did, but we did talk about everybody getting fired. Yes. Oh. I don't. I don't understand why I don't remember. Um, but, and I would like to take this time to mention again, since I probably did last week, um, I would again like to take the time to mention that it is beyond stupid that Samoa Joe is fired. Yes. Uh, I mentioned last week about the three most, you know, just, uh, words can't describe how stupid it was firing was him and the Iconics who were actually doing stuff. Yeah, um, I would like to say one more thing about the about the Mickey thing. Apparently, yeah, she she also, uh, you know, she was doing some other stuff. Apparently, you know, behind the scenes. Um, apparently, you know, she was offering up, you know, an idea, you know, so the women could be used more because, you know, for some reason, like we've seen, over the past couple of weeks, the women haven't been used as good as they had been. Um, they're just afraid. Well, except, except if it's Alexa and the weird thing. Even she's not being used much. I mean, she's just being used for that. Oh yeah, they're just yeah, they are just cutting the promos, but it's still they're do, still doing the weird thing. But anyway, um, she said that somebody and she she uh kind of mentioned she made it kind of clear that it wasn't Vince McMahon. Um, I have a feeling that I know who it is. Um, said that you know she was she made a p- few pitches you know for an uh, all female show you know like like into two hundred five live. Oh, that's a no for me, dog. Why? They don't have nearly enough people to keep that interesting. For an hour long show, you don't think that they have enough women to make that interesting? Oh, an hour. If it's okay, if it's only an hour. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess 205 an hour. Um, 
are we assuming they're doing it well or they do it the same horrible garbage way that they do everything else? Assume it's under the 205 banner. So I believe Triple H and that's all under NXT. I guess I'd give it a shot, but I'd very much doubt the success of it. Well, you also have to build up some of the stars that, you know, see, the problem is a lot of the women are good. They just don't show them. Um, anyway, she she had offered that and like one of the executives said, don't bother pushing it because that wouldn't make any money or something. And said women don't draw and that evolution was like the lowest rated pay-per-view in WWE history, which I don't believe that for a second. Um... You know, okay, one, you're really going to tell me Fastlane draws that much money. Two, um, maybe you should have done a better job with it than there, bud. Well, that's true. Because they, they didn't exactly do great favors for that show. Yeah, you remember. You remember when they were promoting that? You know, they 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 you know they started like a month ago, uh, a month beforehand. You know, they were talking about. Uh, I assume it was Crown Jewel. It was some one of the Saudi Arabia shows. They were doing that. Oh, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. And then all of a sudden, for the next two weeks, they started talking about this Evolution pay per view. Oh, really? And then. They have, hey, we got this thing going on. What's it called? Evolution. What's about women? What are we going to give 70% of our TV time to? This other thing. Oh. Uh, oh. Um, okay. Why should I care about this show? You probably shouldn't. Here. Come. Here. Here, dummy. Come watch this show and come watch the Saudi Arabia show we sold out for instead. Go fetch. Yeah, so like I said, I don't believe that that was the lowest rated pay per view, and because I thought that was probably one of their more successful pay per views in uh, 2018, right? Or it was 2018, right? Oh, it might have been 18, yeah. But look, I don't, I look, I don't know how successful it was. But if it wasn't successful, it's not because of the women. I mean, I know for sure because we would have heard a lot more if it was the worst thing ever. Yeah. If it, yeah, I, I I get what you're saying, but what what I am saying is that's if it's the worst thing ever, it sure as heck wasn't because of the people involved, the the female wrestlers. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely not their fault. It was not the greatest pay per view ever. No, but you know you could have built it, you know, at all. Like honestly, like. Nice voice crack by me, by the way. Um, and, and again, you can yell at me and call me stupid if I'm wrong. And and again, not for, and yes, not for very long. But did it seem to you like they they maybe mentioned that pay per view more after it was done than before it? I don't remember. Because they weren't exactly, they weren't exactly putting, as, as we kind of just mentioned, they weren't exactly putting a bunch of love into the build for it. But then, um, afterwards, they, 
they gave themselves, you know, good old fashioned pat on the back for nothing. <laughs> yeah. So this, so this guy is saying that uh, women's wrestling doesn't draw at all, even though that some of the most popular segments on Wrestling Weekly have been the women. Um, maybe not as much in the most recent weeks, but. Very and also, the- if if there's a recency bias involved there, let's be honest. Um, their biggest, well, one of them they said she was and she wasn't, which is still just one of the funniest things ever. Um, and one of the the dumbest things I've ever heard. But there, it's if he's thinking that he could be thinking of that because. It seems lately that half the female talent they could push wound up having a kid. And that obviously pushed off whatever push they were going to get. Or stopped it or, you know, whatever. Not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying if you're, if you're saying like, oh, you know, women don't draw... Well, if you're looking at the last couple of weeks, I don't know, maybe there's some kind of, maybe you can look at a, 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 a statistic and say, okay, here's why I say this, because we've been having problems recently with our female segments, but that's not taking into account the fact that the show's rotten, and you either told them they were, or your biggest talent because I mean Lacey was going to get a push she was going to be she was going to try they were going to try and get her over and to be fair like we like we said before she she started trying while she was doing nothing and then all of a sudden they started doing something with her and she's like well funny thing (laughs) well funny thing um they were doing uh, I mean obviously there's Becky right yeah um so I don't know if they were ever actually going to bring Ronda back, but there's that if you want it. Um, and then they pulled WrestleMania off Charlotte because she was slash wasn't. So, you know. And also, you know, they had the Andrade thing, you know, to put on her also. But Yeah. So, I mean, yes, if if you want to look at the last couple of weeks, you, there could be a chance that you can say that about the women's segments, but you can't just say women don't draw when... Your two best draws, which would be Becky and Charlotte, one of them is out on maternity leave. One of them you put, (laughs) you basically put on maternity leave yourself, which is, again, hilarious. Bunch of goddamn idiots. Can Um, can we please, can we please have a segment where Charlotte goes, you did this to me? Yeah, really. Um... And then, again, Lacey, who you were going to, whatever I think of Lacey, they were going to try to push. She wound up pregnant, too. So, again, all success. Could be true. But you can't just blanket say that without having any, you know, without acknowledging what has happened. And, you're making and again, all... your show sucks. So and you're making all your other no ones look like jokes. Right. No one's drawing because the show's garbage. You book terribly, and your big stars aren't there. Two of them are not there. 
And your biggest draw to the common person, Ronda Rousey, is not there. So four of your bigger stars are not there. And you can't book. So how what what do you want them to do? Because, you know, whether they, you know, however good you want to say they are, I'm not expecting Lana to be able to carry an entire ship. No. I don't she is improving. Dana, I don't expect Dana Brooke to get handed garbage and make it into a, a great program. Like, you can't, like, that's just not, that's not feasible. I mean, if she wasn't already presented as garbage, it might. Yeah, but she, she cannot take, she can't take crap and turn it into good, though. She's not good enough for that. No way. Um... Nia Jax, another example. I mean, how many how many times did they give Nia Jax a whirl? And that never went that never went and worked out. You know, they they gave that a whirl more than once and she just keeps potatoing people. So like think of like who's left in the roster. You have Bailey. There's only eight women. <laughs> You, I mean, you have Bailey. Yes, absolutely. You have Sasha. Yep, absolutely. But then oh, Sasha, that, I think, is out for a bit too. Oh, um, Oscar, Oscar. Um, who you've pres- that Oscar? There you go. There's there's one person that has gotten herself over without any of your help because you've desperately tried to not make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, let's see here. Uh, who else? Who else? Evan is there. And they have, like, done the push with. Oh, Bianca Belair. Okay, Belair. But very early in in said push, I feel. I mean, technically, Tamina and Natalia have been being pushed, but... I'm not him. If they would give Tamina, has have they ever even given her a title? Because it never feels like they do. I wish that they would just like. She's never they, won. I mean, she won the twenty four seven championship. I think. No, but I mean a real one. I think oh. now would be actually a decent time because so many people are out. Maybe you should just give Tamina something because you know they've always said Tamina is you know like they've always taken their bigger, taller women. And said, oh, look at how strong she is. You know, it's kind of the same trope that they fall into with the giants that are not named Undertaker, Kane. Um, they they did a, a pretty decent job with Strowman at one point, at least. Um, but certainly the like the end of Big Show, they're like, oh, you know, how are they going to get, if it's a battle royal, eliminated. If it's... A match, you know, how are they going to overcome this figure? But they always lose. Like, Nia, it, now, well, Nia just keeps potatoing people. I don't know if you should make her champion. And I'm not saying to me even is, but that doesn't ever seem to matter anymore, whether they're actually good or not. So maybe at some point she should get something. 
just because she needs a credibility check or at at least she could at least turn on Natalia and beat up Natalia and then go beat up somebody else in the mid card. Like at least do something, at least do something like Tamina. Maybe you could do something with Tamina, but you kind of don't ever try. Because when you just keep beating people over and over, how are you going to, you know, at least I could sit here and say, well, yeah, it's Tamina and she ain't very good, but in the last three months, she's beaten Lana, she's beaten Natalia, and she's beaten Dana Brooke. Hey, look, she's on a winning streak. She gets a title appearance, and you can say, hey, Tamina's uh, Tamina's tur- really turned it on here. She's beaten three different people in, in very short order here. But I don't know. That's That's my thoughts on the whole women's thing. Like I said, they're making, they're not doing enough with them. And the ones that they are doing with, they're even doing less with. No, that doesn't make sense. They're not doing much with the women, but the women, they're not well, doing no, much they're, with. They're, they're doing, doing nothing with some women. The and women they what? are doing stuff with, they're, they're doing less than they used to, is the point you're trying yeah. to make. Yeah, and like I said, during this pandemic, it was a perfect opportunity to get, you know, people like Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, you know, the experience and get them to have great matches before a crowd. But instead we had to do the cinematic crap. To be fair, there wasn't a lot of cinematic women's matches. No, I mean, like that's, I'm saying that's where the effort went. You want your effort into people wrestling better that, no, you got the cinematic matches instead. But like I said, I think the uh, culprit that the person was talking about, <clears throat> I have my suspicion, you know, you know, you could say it was either Lauren Ice or I personally think it was that Buck Tooth Beaver Kevin Dunn. Which didn't he make some disparaging comment about Mickey James? Or is that one of the other people that got fired? I know he said <clears throat> I know he said something something about the iconics related to them not being good. But I thought he did something else after the fact. Mm, um, I don't. I don't remember. Where it turned out Kevin Dunn was even bigger of a jerk than we had been thinking he was. I mean that the iconic thing was pretty much what <clears throat> did it. Mm-hmm. But so we're gonna start. Yeah, guy's a jerk. He is. <clears throat> we are going to start a new campaign. Of course, you know as. We only, as we do, you know, with uh, get uh, take uh, Vince off of creative and and have uh, Stephanie Triple H take over more stuff. Our campaign, which we're going to focus more, because you know, I've we've come to find out that some of the stuff, like Mickey James said, a lot of the stuff is happening under Vince McMahon's nose. So maybe he's not as powerful as we thought. Yeah. We here on No Marks Allowed would like not. We don't want him to lose his job. But we want his power significantly. No, I well, I don't want people to lose their job. I want their power significantly cut. As 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 significantly cut as he cuts from camera shot to camera shot. That's how much I want. Him. <laughs> oh, you might as well fire him. No, I just just fire him. He's been there 150 years. He doesn't. I mean, look if. 
if that's if that TV is what that guy has a big part in, then he's not a very good director. To be honest. And he's there's so many stories of what a jerk off that guy is. And Apparently, from everything I, I have ever heard through shoot interviews or, or you know, uh, podcasts or articles or whatever, the only reason he's got a job is is because of his dad in saving wrestling tapes. Or maybe it was him. I don't, I don't even I remember. I think it was his dad. So give him a nice severance package and, and let him go. All right. Give him his money and, and let him go and let somebody else do that job. And why he has those powers to begin with, I don't understand. I mean, you know how they appreciate loyalty. Yeah. But, but if they, I but mean, you know what? If I, but if I was TV and director at my television station for for twenty years, let's just say, let's say the pay was good and I did that job for twenty years. I wouldn't expect to be picking the talent. Well, he also has a lot more power than that. Like I said, he's not just a director or whatever. Yeah. No, I know he does. And that's what I'm saying. Is that makes no sense. He is. I passed it. Um, I don't know why I can't find it. But he's like the some type of executive or something. I don't know why I suddenly can't find it anymore. Oh, here, I found it. Corporate staff. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, he's a member of the board of directors and the executive vice president of television production. Yeah, well, okay. EVP of television production could just be director. Um, how, how, the, how the hell is he on the board of directors? He's, pro- he's probably been there as long as Vince. <laughs> okay, but, like, why the hell is your director on your board of directors? He was probably a that before i don't know he's not a wrestling guy then again most of their board directors probably isn't but what about wrestling does he know um, other than nothing because he, he he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about it was really stupid but anyway I wonder who's the who the president of television production is. Probably either Vince or Triple H, I would guess. Anyway, off of Bucky Beaver. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he's just holding too many people back because he doesn't like their accents. This is the other thing about WWE. I know I just said off of Bucky B, but that's Vince's thing too. That's the other thing about WWE that is the literally the dumbest thing ever. Well, I think Vince has miles out about that though. And even remember some of the some of the more overstarred. I'm mean, granted it was because they were heel, had accents. 
But why don't why don't they like accents? That's weird. Also, stop shortening people's names. I mean, some some names need to be shortened, but like Matt Riddle. No, well, that doesn't. I think they got rid of that so they, you know, because of all the allegations. But I don't know. What? I don't know. Because the allegations. I don't know. It's still the same guy. How would that help? I'm not even necessarily saying you're super wrong. I'm just wondering how the hell that helps you. I don't know. Well, anyway, what you got for SmackDown? Well, uh, not a lot for SmackDown. They opened up the the night with Cesaro and Daniel Bryan beating Jay Uso and Seth Rollins. Uh, we had a, you know, and this is, we get to our, our problem again with Tamina having a relatively quick match against Nia Jax with Tamina winning. Apollo Crews defeated Kevin Owens, and I forget what happened. I assume there was some, uh, oh yeah, there was a, it was a roll-up when mm-hmm. uh, Commander Aziz, uh, in, uh, distracted him. We had Rey Mysterio and Dominic defeating Otis and Chad Gable. And Roman Reigns then challenged Daniel Bryan to a match for the Universal Championship this week. And if Daniel Bryan loses, he will be uh, banished from SmackDown. Well, that escalated quickly. So, I guess he would go to Raw then? I guess. Or just take a take a, another break and come back. When he's coming back around Mania time, I guess? Or SummerSlam or something? I don't know. Because, I mean, at this point, Daniel Bryan's with your bigger names. You kind of got to keep him around. Yeah, that's pretty much all for. I mean, they had another uh, preview, um, or the first preview of Alistair Black. So Alistair Black is going to be returning soon, and it looked great. And I'm very pleased because it actually looks like he might be like what he was on NXT, which is what they should have done to begin with. But they neutered all the interesting about him as soon as he got to the main roster, which is another horrible habit that they have. Not only do they not push people, but they neuter them. They neuter their personality and make them with their forced garbage. But this he actually made sound decent. This kind of looked more like something like, this looked a heck of a lot more like what I would have expected his debut to, you know... To be, or his his big run. I don't know. It, it, this this is like okay, good new fresh start for Alistair Black, who should have already been. Well, I mean Ricochet too, but there's a bunch of guys that was in that class of NXT a couple years ago that should be huge by now. We should not have to rely on Randy freaking Orton to carry shows when you've pissed away. 
How many people would you say they've officially pissed away? Rick, uh, Samoa Joe, Ricochet. Uh, Samoa Joe, I would call on, on injuries. Um, Alistair. Him. Ricochet, yeah. Would you say they've pissed away Sami Zayn? Nah. They're using okay. him a lot. Okay. They're finally doing... This isn't the NXT thing, but they're finally doing something with Cesaro. It took them long enough. Um, Balor. Until well, Kevin Dunn finds out he has an accent. <laughs> oh, we can't have that now. Just, um, I would argue they've pissed away Finn Balor. Yeah, that was pretty much like he they had something, but he got hurt, and then they forgot about him. <clears throat> yeah, and then they pissed him away. Uh, Been doing good on NXT, though. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's exactly my point. God, I'm trying to think of the other NXT guys that they have just totally destroyed on the main roster. There, I know there's people I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, Ember Moon. They screwed that up. That was also injuries. But still had a healthy period where you could have booked them. They've done a good job with four horse women. They haven't screwed that up. Trying to think of NXT champions. Well, they didn't do much with Andrade. No, there, there you go. There's another one, Andrade. They screwed that one up. Big time. They haven't done much with, with Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode, another one, yep. Bobby Roode legitimately carried impact for, God, how long was he there? What, probably, maybe the first year that I was, um, that I was watching, I think? I think it was like a year. It might have actually been more than that. Because I think... If my memory serves, Bobby Roode basically carried TNA until Aces and Eights. Um, and I started watching like just after he became champion. So yeah, um, but yeah, I, I they definitely wasted the hell out of him. I mean, they didn't do anything with Bo Dallas. I did see. I wasn't around for Bo Dallas much. I didn't. I didn't see NXT at the time, and I didn't see Bo on on the main roster because they didn't use him. So I can't speak much to the Bo Dallas thing. But anyway, the point is, I didn't name as many of those as I thought, but that just kind of goes to show that there's how many people that they've pissed away and that people not even knowing who they are. Um, but the point is, there are a bunch of people that they have that they have screwed up, and there's a, a long list there. So, do you have anything for Raw? I, I'll be honest; I only saw two or three things of no of Raw. Other than that, I didn't hear much. No, my only thing from Raw is Alexa Bliss had another promo on the swing set, and she said that she's going to let Lily out to play soon. 
which but has to be Nikki, right? I hope so. Unless that's her her fiend persona. Mm. Which I hope not because you know just you're just literally taken away from the fiends. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I just I would think it kinda has to be Yeah, unless she's got a fiend persona. It, it it's gotta be something different. Right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so so that's like that's a that's a coming, you know. They're they're building that deal, um, and that's kind of it. Um, although I did see, and this was I didn't put this in the random in the rumor. I decided to put this here because it fit with Raw. Apparently, and I don't actually know if this is true. You know, this could be one of WWE's fake statistics because they do like to do that according to wwe braun Strowman is the first wrestler in the company's history to and he did this on raw by the way uh on monday to work in a singles tag and handicap match all on the same night probably And now, whether it was storylines or, like, whatever, Be- to me, it doesn't even matter what what all Keith- he was involved in. What all he was involved in, to me, doesn't matter. And he wrestled what- for the cycle. Isn't that impressive? <laughs> it is impressive. But no, but here's, here's my problem, right? My problem with that is you have so many guys that you don't use that... It would be different if you had a very tight roster and you had a bunch of TV to fill for a guy to go three times. Or even if it was, you know, some championship feud or whatever. But did they really need did they really need him to go three times? Like, are you really that strapped for help that you need him to go three times? I'm going with no. I don't think so. And then keep in mind, you know, they said, is this really like the only time this had happened? It might be. I mean, think of like, you know, the other times it would have happened where it would have made sense. Um, you know, especially during the Attitude Era. Um, now, now it was only, now it said it was handicapped tag team and, um, and singles, not necessarily a guy being in three matches. So, yes, when are the only other times that this could have happened? It would have had to have been either Austin or or Rock, right? Austin Rock, Undertaker. Um, no, but did oh no, well no, Taker could yeah. Would I mean anybody in the corporation? A lot of people would have gotten the handicap tag team thing. Yeah. A lot of people would have gotten three on two or a two on two. Would any of the tag team guys gotten a singles? I don't think so. And also, I mean, also the stables were so big, you didn't need to do that. And then like other big guys, like in the older days, you know, like Andre, you wanted to keep that special. So that would have been the only other person that would do something like that. But they would. And Hogan wouldn't have. Yeah. 
well, Piper was uh, advanced. Piper was advanced at times. No, he wouldn't have. So it could very well be true. Although, again, it you know, I think it was supposed to be in in um, in company history. So I don't know how far they want to call that. So. You know, I, I I don't know. You know, maybe when it was a smaller company, Bruno did that at some point. But then again, I don't think handicaps were too, too common back then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But um, but did they but that's what they said um, as far as, you know, hey, congratulations, Braun. You know, you did this really cool thing. And I thought I did think it was. Worth noting, whether it's true or not, again, like I said, I don't know, but I did think that was worth it. I believe it. I do, too, now that I really think about it, but... I mean, but when you really think, I mean, as impressive as it is, I mean, like, looking at the results, I mean, the the handicap match was a disqualification, and the tag team match was a countout, so it wasn't like the... I mean, unless they were long matches, they didn't really... Yeah. Well, I didn't say it was impressive, I just said it happened. And yeah, maybe it's something that they can that they'll tout. Who knows? Maybe it's something they'll to be like, hey, you know, this guy did this, and he'll be Iron Man now. I don't know. We will see what happens there. All right, Evan, you have some NXT notes. Oh well, I was gonna say a couple other things on Raw. I thought you oh, would have had okay. more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um. Uh, Sonya uh, reinstated Charlotte, which it looks like they're starting to have like the story where Sonya's what? How? Sonya has the power apparently. Oh, that um, that's right. I forgot. I saw that that Sonya's an authority figure now. I forgot about that. But it looks like that they're starting to like over the past few weeks that Sonya's been stepping on Adam Pearce's toes a bit. So I don't know what they're going to do about that. Um, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle are a tag team for some reason, mm. being the team of RK Bro. Bro. Poor Randy. Poor Randy. You know, the original plan was for the Fiend to beat him and him taking a vacation. They're like, nah. <laughs> We're gonna have you win, and then team you up with. Matt Riddle. And then team you up with something horrible. Matt Riddle. We continue to use the only six people in on the uh, women's roster, apparently, in the in Raw. We have Ray Ripley, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler beating Asuka, Naomi, and Lana. And then uh, I've heard this was a decent match. It was Charlotte Flair versus Mandy Rose, and Charlotte, of course, won. Mm-hmm. And and uh, apparently uh, Braun Strowman is now uh, earned a spot in the WWE Championship match at Backlash. No, Evan WrestleMania Backlash. Nope, that's redundant. Um, I when I watched Raw last week, I heard somebody call it WrestleMania SummerSlam, and I was gonna lose my mind. No, that's later. If they call it Wrestle, no, if they call SummerSlam WrestleMania SummerSlam, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, I think that's just a joke that people are saying. 
It better be. Well, no, it was one of their. It was one of their roster members. He probably made the joke too. I hope it was a joke. Because I'm like I said, I if that is seriously the name of SummerSlam, I'm going to lose my mind. Because that first of all, it's the worst name ever. I mean. I feel like Bash, Backlash was already like like everybody like that was I don't know why you needed to call it that because everybody knew that's what it was anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't understand the need to make that to make that name change to begin with. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to get more mileage out of their WrestleMania logo. I know, but if you call it Backlash, it's like Backlash to what? Well, it's the first pay-per-view after WrestleMania. It's it's self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Logos aside, you know, you could make the argument, well, you know, WrestleMania's hot for them, and they're just trying to get more out of WrestleMania. Well, it, it's in the name. It's in the Backlash name already. You already know what it is. So why'd you just have to smack it in the face and say, hey, look, you have absolutely no chance of seeing something different here, buddy. This is literally just WrestleMania. You watch WrestleMania, don't watch this. Whether it's actually true or not. Um. Uh, no, you said, so that was one. Do you have another note from Raw? I did all my notes. Okay. Oh, did, did you th- finish the thing about Sonya? Sh- I'm assuming Charlotte came out. Mm-hmm. What did she have to say? I mean, uh, she apologized or whatever and everything. Mm. I don't remember exactly what happened, but... Oh, I was really hoping she would have just wooed on him and left. Uh, so, uh, NXT. Yes. Uh, Next. So, yeah, NXT has had actually three women's segments this week. So The only show that will actually use them, right? Yeah. So you had Mercedes Martinez versus Dakota Kai. She won via disqualification when Raquel Gonzalez. Wait, which one? Which one what? Who won? Mer- um, Mercedes? Oh, Mer- Mer- Mercedes. Oh, okay. Uh, you said Mercedes Martinez versus Dakota Kai. Who won when? And I was like, wait. <laughs> so which one won? I figured, you know, when Ra- Raquel Gonzalez wasn't going to attack Dakota. Ow. Hey, man, there could have been a turn. You never know anymore. Keep going. So, so uh, that set up. Uh, this is a, in two weeks. There's going to be a match for the uh, NXT Women's Championship between Mar- Mercedes Martinez and Raquel Gonzalez. Hmm. Uh, Tomasa Champa and Timothy Thatcher confronted the grizzled young vets. Um, so that's a so that's a real thing that they're doing. They're yeah. not doing it as as um as shtick. Are they actually doing that? Yes. Champa <laughs> and Thatcher. They're a team and a shtick. I don't know. Are they both? Hmm? I said, are they both? Because remember, at first, that was your shtick. Oh, you know, oh, you know, you guys can't work together, so we're going to make you a team kind of thing. Oh. Uh, I it don't was, know. It was that at first, but as they... <laughs> that's like... God, who was it? They did? Oh, oh, um, like, goddamn, um, Shayna and Naya. It's like, you know, 
you guys did this as a tag team to break up immediately so that you could have a title match like six months ago. But they've actually been your champion while not liking each other for like four months. So I'm kind of starting to think that they're going to do the same thing to Champa and Thatcher. I don't know. Like I said, I've only just started watching NXT again, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago because I'm able to watch it now since it's on Tuesdays. Right. Um, we had Zeta Ramirez defeating Tony Storm thanks to an assist by Zoe Stark. Uh, I assume she's one of the PC recruits. But Is the... what's her name with the dog there yet? Yes. Frankie, Frankie yes. Monet? Yes. Something Monet? Mm-hmm. Didn't remember. Uh, Bronson Reed defeated Austin Theory, so he gets a gets a title match. Um, during this match, uh, see, early in the night, uh, somebody gave flowers to uh, Shotzi and Ember. Uh, uh, and uh, this is Frankie Monet was there too. Uh, so she took the card and said, "From Dexter Loomis," and, and both Ember and Shotzi did not want it, and it was like, "I'm married here. This is yours." <laughs> um, apparently, well, this has yet to be confirmed, but you know, it's obvious that Candice LeRae and the way did this to make Indy Hartwell upset with Dexter Loomis because, you know, she was smitten. So during this kind of sort of backfired a bit because um, she went to confront Dexter Loomis during the uh, Austin Theory versus Bronson Reed match. uh, And Loomis ended up uh, saving her somehow. And uh, then, of course, yeah. Uh, Imperium defeated Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. It was interesting because uh, they've been teasing a little bit of a breakup between Drake uh, Maverick and Killian Dane, and and the, during the interview, Drake's Drake's like, "I watch. I've been watching wrestling a long time. One of two things is going to happen. You either going to we're going to go to that ring and you're going to beat me up with the rest of Imperium, or I'm going to go there for the tag and you won't be there." <laughs> uh, needless to say that didn't happen it did or did you say it did or didn't it didn't Oh, it teased a bit but it didn't <laughs> um, we were supposed to have uh... See, no, 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 no. now I feel like I should quantify my laughter and my okayness with that did he say he's been watching? Like, he said, he like, look, I've been paying attention for a long time, right? No, he said he's been watching wrestling for a long time. Oh, okay, maybe I'm not as much. I don't like it as much since he said watching. But, um, although I guess. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that sort of fourth wall break because it was still, it's still like, you know, it's still kind of something that could be said. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to have a tag team match. I thought it wasn't a tag team championship match, but maybe it was uh, between uh, Shotzi and Ember versus the Robert Stone brand. 
And right before that match, more people came in to give, you know, chocolates and flowers to them, you know, and the guys as being from Dexter Loomis. But uh, Indy Hartwell ended up beating them up along with Kansas LeRae. And in doing so, they set up a match for next week for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships in a street fight. So that should be good. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, they probably win, right? Who? The way. You'd think, right? How long have Shark Z number had him? Not really long, but it's been a month or so. Mm. But there's only so much they can do. Right. Yeah, I'd think you'd give the wind of the way. Yeah, I, I feel like Shotzi Never would be better in the chase anyway. Right. And they, 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 and all, and everybody needs to have at least three, two out of the three, three of the, three of the four titles, before uh, Gargano loses the North American Championship. It's also going to be quite weird if they have the the um, the faces win fend off the heels first. Uh, Adam Cole spoke to Arash Marchese. Is he who? A R A S H Marchese. No I idea. Have, I have no idea who that is. I was I thought you wouldn't know if he was like some ESPN guy or something. Nope. Uh, Oh, he has his own uh, radio show. No. No, he he has written articles for ESPN before, but oh yeah, I had no idea who the hell that guy was. Um. Anyway, uh, he. It was funny, you know. They're at like a like a a pool area where and Adam Cole is on the phone. It's like like saying, "I'm waiting for this interview," and the guy's like, "I, I was waiting for you." It's like, okay, and then they talk, and then and then after the interview, Adam Cole was upset because he made him wait so long to start the interview, uh, and it was so hot, even though that. Um, uh, the guy was waiting for him. Like I said, Adam oh, Cole is Cole is being a jerk. Adam Cole is fantastic. Uh, and then they showed uh, Kyle O'Reilly um, watching the uh, the interview take place in the monitor. So it looks like you know we may have like a Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole thing because Adam Cole is talking about Kieran Cross. So. Might be seeing, you know, that start to happen, and then finally, hmm? so I'm okay with that. And then we had Legado del Fantasma defeating Kushida and MSK in a six-man tag team match. There's supposed to be another match next week, and I don't remember what it is because you had the because there was two matches announced. Unless I'm thinking of a different show. There was, you know, they had the, uh, the, um, 
you know, the, the women's tag team match. Mm-hmm. Then, then you had, uh, then in two weeks, you have the women's championship match. But I thought there was another one. I don't remember. Let us see if it says on, you know, the announcements. Well, Finn Balor's returning, I know that, so. Oh, I forgot to mention, there was uh, another segment um, with uh, Cameron Grimes as he was trying to buy a a watch. Was it an Apple watch? Oh, I think next week is a, I want to say Swerve Scott and... uh, Leon Ruff in a False Count Anywhere match. But I feel like they wouldn't do that in the same week as a street fight. Mm. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so he was, you know, had a couple segments of that. And then he buys the watch. You know, it's supposed to be a very expensive watch. And, he, he's, and somebody shows uh, even better looking watches like that's a nice watch, but it's not a million dollar watch. And then it revealed it's just Ted DiBiase and he does his laugh. And then, you know, he wants to say, Ted DiBiase! So that, so that's probably going to be a thing now. By the way, did you say Cameron Grimes was Australian? Just gimmick. Well, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I I forgot to mention that the Intercontinental Championship was I think is on the line tomorrow on SmackDown. Big E versus Apollo Cruz, which means there's probably going to be some shenanigans that happen. Mm-hmm. As always, they can't seem to avoid shenanigans in these things. Well, when you're too afraid to have people lose <laughs> and win, you, you, you book yourself in corners. It's what they do best. If wins and losses really didn't mean anything, they should just, like, go. <laughs> There's a way to lose and still look good. Yeah, but they don't know how to do that. At least they don't present themselves as knowing. But yeah, like I said, the pretty short show this week because there was not a lot happening. Yeah, there's not there's not much going on. Certainly. But there should be more going on very soon. Um we do have WrestleMania backlash in a couple of weeks. Don't know. I, I will. I will be watching that on delay, um, because I will be out of town Sunday and Monday that week. Or well, I'll be traveling back to town on um, Monday, but we'll be out of town that weekend in particular. All right, Evan. It, would that be all? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Well, if that is all, then I will start my plugs. Um, no editions of the Sports Fixings podcast due to scheduling issues that could not be solved by tissues the last couple of weeks, sadly. Um, should have an episode back this week, however. So that'll be nice. You guys can uh, can get your fill of the Sports Fixins podcast. And that's all the plugs I got. It's just uh, go watch the Fixins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have much to say. You know, just the usual, you know, you know, wear a mask, uh, stay social distance, get vaccinated. Um, you know, don't take things too seriously and stop the hate. All right. Well, with common that, sense. I will, oh, what? Common sense. Common sense. Uh, with that, I will say, everybody, wear your goddamn masks. Go get the coronavirus vaccine. Okay. And just be kind to other people. And everybody have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening. <laughs>